God is with you. Let us pray. God of unbroken weakness, you laugh at our love of power. May we find kingship in the love that is killed for speaking its name without even the shadow of force. Through Jesus Christ. Amen. When I was in high school, I did a variety of sports, most with shades of mediocrity, a season of lacrosse, one of track, and several years of soccer. But every year, I surfed. Our school had this surf van that would uh, haul a group of us down to Rincon every day. So after school, we'd hop into this small green van and drive past the avocado orchards in Carpinteria down to Rincon, which is one of the best waves on the planet. And because we went there every day, we got to know the locals really well. There was a woman in her early 70s who wore a sun hat and walked the beach with a pointed stick, picking up trash. There were several grumpy, hardcore surfers in their 20s and 30s who drove white trucks and worked construction jobs so that they had schedules that were free enough that when the surf was good, they could go. And then... There was the Pacific Commander. The Pacific Commander was a long-haired guy in his late 50s who seemed to have lost a few brain cells in the late 60s. He drove an old beige pickup that had a plank of wood for a bumper. He paddled out on boards he'd find in the trash, like a boogie board that was broken in half, and then like a ten-foot unglassed blank with no fins. And sometimes he just swam out into the water fully clothed. We called him the Pacific Commander because one day he paddled deep into the ocean, way past everyone else, and yelled at the top of his lungs, I am the Pacific Commander. There is no Western Frontier. I don't know what branch of military he claimed. I'm not exactly sure what frontier he thought had fallen, but I will say that the Pacific Commander's rank did not positively affect his status in the lineup at Rincon. His statement repeated several times after that first event, confirmed what most of us suspected. This guy was mentally ill. Such was the soldier's reaction to Jesus. Here's a guy on death row, a guy about to be executed, a guy that just a few days before rode into town on a donkey with huge crowds, greeting him saying, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. They called him Hosanna, or more accurately in Aramaic or Hebrew, Hashanah, the one who saves, rescuer, liberator. 
He was supposed to free his people and begin a just and verdant political state in line with God's justice. And now, a few days later, he is being executed by the Romans like a common thief. If one of the 2,436 humans currently on death row was called the Messiah... I would probably think of them more like the Pacific commander than a prophetic liberator. The soldiers in this passage are from the occupying Roman Empire. Rome is 2,500 miles from Jerusalem. To assert the authority of a distant overlord, the soldiers were ruthless They didn't just laugh at Jesus, they beat him, they shamed him, they wrote a sign over him and used his own identity to belittle him, much as we had done with the Pacific commander. The term king was ironic. The Messiah was supposed to be the next in a royal heritage stretching back to David. This is the promise we heard in Jeremiah today. The days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch, and he shall reign as a king and deal wisely and shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. The inscription over Jesus was meant to shame him. This was the shame of never becoming who he was supposed to be. Before I moved to Santa Barbara, I worked at a church in L.A. That church had lots of actors, some of whom were famous and whose name you know, and some were not. Some lived with the shame of never having made it. It was like that bit in Pretty Women. Remember that line? Welcome to Hollywood. What's your dream? Some dreams come true, some don't. But keep on dreaming. The soldiers mocked Jesus and shamed him because they thought his dream was not fulfilled. But they did not understand the dream of God. The dream of God is akin to Dr. King's dream a dream of justice and racial equity. But there is more to the dream of God, the vision of God, and God's vision, happy are the poor, the meek, the sick, the mournful. In God's vision, the stone the builders reject becomes the cornerstone, the foundation. In God's vision, the lion lays down with the lamb. The lamb. The Lamb of God, Agnes Day, the Paschal Sacrifice. Think about a lamb, a delicate newborn sheep that's wobbly and awkward. In God's vision, that is what a king looks like. The dominion of that lamb is radically different from the political power or socioeconomic influence we associate with leadership. But the power of vulnerability does guide us. The most radical transformation in my life was having children. As soon as those babies were born, I was bound to them, bound for my whole life. 
It is a radical responsibility that should not be imposed on anyone. Thank you, Prop 1. I remember the first night in the hospital with Henry holding that delicate, tiny, swaddled body, listening to his breath and watching his sleeping face, seeing his eyes when he was awake and holding his tiny fingers. As I was with him, the rest of my life did not matter. My concerns and my priorities were reordered by the gravity of my love for this vulnerable child. Through the vulnerable, love expressed dominion. It is that kind of love that rules everything. Love is the realm in which we truly live. The rest, the politics, the consumerism, the worries, the frenzy, it's all the Pacific commander and his frontier. It's not lasting, not eternal. As we awaken to the realm of love unfolding, as we whisper for love to remember us, love incarnate turns and says, today you will be with me in paradise. Today you will be with me where dreams come true. Not Hollywood, not Rincon, not a place of fluffy clouds, but the state of being where streams make glad the city of God. Where the lion and the lamb lie down. The state of being where we listen to the voice of love saying, Be still. And know that I am God. Amen. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.